Hi there, this is the Reverend Michael Lowry, pastor of East Congregational United Church of Christ in Concord, New Hampshire, and this is Love to Tell the Story. Jesus said it, I will open my mouth to speak in parables. You know, one of the great devotional books that I've returned to several times over the years is one entitled Jesus in Blue Jeans, A Practical Guide to Everyday Spirituality, written by Lori Beth Jones. This is a marvelous work that focuses simply and eloquently on the day-to-day challenges each of us face living with dignity, integrity, and, and faith in today's world. But I think what continues to draw me back to this book is how Jones emphasizes the importance of, quote, mastering the metaphor, unquote, in understanding and communicating our faith, that is, learning to recognize how one thing resembles something else and thus be able to shape the truth of what we believe into something we can all touch and embrace and understand. And as a supreme example of this, she lifts up Jesus Christ. Jesus, she says, spoke constantly in similes and was the master of metaphor. How to translate the eternal forgiving compassion of God? Tell a story about a wayward son. How to teach the colossal importance of faith? Talk about a mustard seed. How to explain your role to people? Describe yourself as a shepherd. What is the kingdom of heaven like? Well, it's, it's like a sower who went out to sow. It's all about talking in parables, which is precisely how Jesus communicated the good news of God's kingdom to others. When Jesus spoke in parables, write Jones, people got what he was saying, even if they chose not to act on it. Jones then goes on to suggest a spiritual exercise, to find some metaphors of our own and create a parable or two by taking a closer look at that which is in our immediate sight. It could be objects or people or even situations, but the point is to see how these things might just resemble God and God's kingdom to see what those word pictures might teach us about faith in the world. Well, friends, I love that. And I have to tell you that this is a spiritual discipline that I've taken as my own. In fact, over the years, I've kind of become a seeker of parables. This is a way of coming to a deeper understanding of my own Christian faith. I find lots of parables in my work as a pastor. Certainly, they're to be found in abundance within the life of the church. Moreover, I hear them in the stories told by my family and friends, and I read them between the lines of the news or on TV. And I always manage to find quite a few when I'm at camp, up to camp, as we say in these parts, spending vacation time on a beautiful lake in northern Maine woods where I've spent at least a portion of just about every summer of my life, surrounded by sights and sounds so familiar, memories so clear that quite literally Almost everything tells a story or two. Well, given the spiritual importance of such stories, and given it's that time of year again, over the next couple episodes of this podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you a few images that, for me at least, have become parables on the pond, so to speak, in the hope that though they come out of my own experience, they might reveal something that's not unique to me at all. So, With that in mind, here's my first parable. The kingdom of God is like going up to camp, which is by its very nature a place of rest, 
relaxation, renewal, and above all, fun, but which also means some amount of work. It's certainly no secret to anyone who knows me that this little lakeside cottage, purchased by my parents long before I was born, and still the summer retreat for a third generation of our family, is for me what the Celtic tradition refers to as a thin place, one of those wonderful locales on earth where heaven and earth just seem to meet. Indeed, simply to be there in view of the lake is enough to reduce my stress level. The days are longer and my list of worries and concerns is far shorter. The air is clear, the water refreshing. The colors that surround us are, are full and bright. And I find myself with a new awareness and an appreciation of even the simplest of sights and conversations and situations. It's a wonderful thing. But that having been said, I also have to tell you that when you have a camp, there is always, always work to do. From raking and clearing brush in the springtime, putting in the dock and tending to all the required maintenance projects, the large ones and the small ones, to do these things all through the summer months, and, and then finally buttoning things up for the long winter to come, come autumn. Having a camp serves as a constant reminder that even in the midst of our greatest blessings, we are still caretakers of that which we've been given. And here's what makes this a parable. How often did Jesus say much the same thing about the kingdom, about being attentive and ready for its coming, ever and always being about its business? Remember the story that Jesus told about five wise bridesmaids who took with them enough oil for their lamps for the bridegroom's return late at night? Or how is the sheep, the ones who gave the Son of Man in the guise of a stranger, food and drink and welcome? These are the ones who inherit the kingdom prepared for them from the foundation of the world. In these parables and others like them, Jesus illustrated the necessity of preparing the way of the Lord by our very lives. He reminded those around him, and he reminds us, that blessing always goes hand in hand with responsibility. And so faith is linked to discipleship. Likewise, in the same way that going up to camp is a thing of joy that requires our constant attention, so also are we, each and every one of us, not only recipients of God's grace, but also caretakers of God's kingdom in everything that we do. In our work and in our play, in the ways we seek to be people in community, and the way we seek to be the church. Even in the most casual of relationships we share with one another, it's all about doing the work. As we joyously dwell in God's good grace, we also need to be working at our faith, living faithfully as we ready ourselves for the kingdom's coming. And thus ends the parable, and along with it, this installment of Love to Tell the Story. I have a few more parables I want to share with you, so be watching in the near future for that. Until then, I'm Michael Lowry. I thank you for listening to this podcast. And until next time, may God bless you with a great day. Talk to you soon.